Hi, this is Tony from Ether Aura, and you're listening to Insomnia Radio Detroit. And now, from Motor City, USA, Detroit, Michigan, spinning the best local original music and giving it to the world. This is Insomnia Radio Detroit. And now, your host for Insomnia Radio Detroit, Les Zaldor. Hey everybody, I'm back again. This is Les Zaldo with Insomnia Radio Detroit, episode number 28. Great interview episode for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed episode number 27 where I brought you a lot of, a lot of punk rock as well as some pop from Detroit, Michigan, the Motor City of United States of America. Well, I don't know if we can call it the Motor City anymore because some of the Motor City cars or companies are going under. Yeah, that's, that's another story for another time. Anyways, today I'm going to bring you guys a great interview I did with an artist that I will be seeing live in a little over a week. He is going to be playing live in Michigan at the Red... The the, uh, the name of the bar, the bar is called The Bullfrog. He's going to be playing Sunday, June 28th. And uh, also on the, on the bill is another good friend of mine that I think I've played on here before, Vince Smith. He's going to be playing there at the, uh, at the show. And it's also hosted by another podcast, The Olin Ezra Show, which will be pretty interesting because I haven't met with those guys yet. Another Detroit podcast that we uh, haven't actually met each other yet. But we've talked to each other via email once or twice, but not met. Anyways, if you're in the area of the Bullfrog, Five Mile and Telegraph, definitely check them out. June 28th, it's going to be it's going to be a great show. A lot of acoustic, a lot of songwriters, singer-songwriters. I think you'll enjoy this interview as well. Again, the name is Michael, M-I-K-A-L. And you can find him over at uh, M-I-K-A-L-G.com. No, M-I-K-A-L.us. Uh, the, the links are at Detroit.InsomniRadio.net, plus he mentions it in the show. This interview is first broadcast on BounceRadio.net. If you don't know, I also host a live a live radio show, internet radio show on bounceradio.net on Monday nights from six or excuse me, from seven o'clock PM Eastern to ten PM Eastern and on Tuesday nights from six to eight PM Eastern. I do live shows, play pretty much anything you want to hear on those two shows, and I do interviews as well. So what I've been doing lately is interviews I've been doing on the live shows, I rebroadcast, re-edit them up, and put them on, on the podcast. This is a Detroit artist, so I want to put it in Sound Radio Detroit. And then if you uh, look on the same day this comes out, if you go to Zaldor.com, I did an interview with R- Riverboat Gamblers, uh, which was also done on Bounce Radio. It's now on Zaldor.com. So I'll be doing the interviews there a little earlier than you might hear them on Bounce, or, uh, excuse me, on Sound Radio Detroit. So if you listen to my Bounce Radio show, you'll get to hear a little advanced stuff that you're going to hear in the podcast later. So uh, just if you like the interviews I do, or if you like the music I play, check me out on BounceRadio.net. I'd appreciate it. And let me know you heard heard about me on Insomnia Radio Detroit. I'd appreciate that, too. All right, going to get right into the interview with Michael. Great stuff. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know what you think about it. Here we go. And I got in line with me, Michael, which you can find over at M-I-K-A-L.us. How you doing tonight, Michael? Very good. So, and, you're, and of course, you're from Detroit, Michigan. As well, from... Yeah, from the area, not from the, from the city actually, but uh, from, from the, the general. Whereabouts? Yeah. Whereabouts are you from? Or are you living? Are you in Detroit right now? No, no. I, originally, I'm from uh, Westland. Okay. Uh, and 
I've lived pretty much everywhere in the southeastern Michigan area. Uh, over the past three years, I was in Boston, but I just came back. And I am I'm near Toledo now at the bottom of Michigan in Ottawa Lake right now. Oh, okay. Not too far. I'm, I'm downriver Detroit. I'm Lincoln Park, so it's not too far away. Okay. Cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, so Mike, Michael, how did you get, get things started, and how long have you been playing music? Oh, I've been playing music for uh, what seems like a few hundred years. But uh, I, as far as uh, playing in the Detroit scene, I believe maybe 2003 was when I started doing that. Um, I was playing in a band before called The Syndicate. Uh, that lasted maybe about a year. And then I, uh, shortly after that, I ended up moving to Boston to do something else musically. Uh, so uh, really, I haven't been doing the actual Detroit scene very long. Okay, so you, where were you doing the syndicate? Is that in Detroit? Yeah, that was a D, uh, Detroit in the whole surrounding area, southeastern Michigan. Okay, so how long have you, how long have you been playing music, though, period? When did you start playing music? Uh, I, don't, I don't usually like to give out my age because, you know, I'm from the, <laughs> in the music industry, and they frown upon that. Yeah. But uh, let's just say I've been playing guitar since I was nine years old. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, and I've been doing my solo thing that you're listening to now for about three years. And then, of course, the album is called en- Only Enemies Tell the Truth, Friends and Lovers Lie Endlessly. Where, yep, where that is you, a... Where did you come up with the name of that? Uh, believe it or not, I, I basically stole it from Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I took a phrase from him and kind of just changed it slightly to make it, uh, make it fit so he wouldn't sue me over it. <laughs> but, <laughs> what's what's it, the actual phrase from Stephen King, then? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look it up oh, right now. Yeah. But he, he adds another sentence or two after that. And, and, and I think that's okay since Fall Out Boy seems to steal lines from him directly without changing them. So yeah. I don't think he'll be worried about me at all. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> I know you've got a great, great sound to you because, like, like I said earlier, your music varies from, like, acoustic all the way up to pop. I think it's really, yeah. really good that you, that you spread the don't play all acoustic or all pop. And, uh... Right, right. Well, I guess my idea with that was uh when i first started doing a solo thing it was all acoustic only because i didn't have band members so i decided i would first put out a at least an ep with acoustic versions of some of the songs because people liked the acoustic thing i was doing but uh i guess really i'm more of a rock musician and that's kind of what i'm working on right now is a full-length rock album with uh the song the song jane jane off that album is more of a rock song i remember yeah yeah rock pop alternative Somewhere between yeah. those three, <clears throat> and you're getting you're getting radio play all over the place. Correct, you're playing all the mo- most a lot of Midwest stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right now, uh, I guess at the very uh, the very minute, I'm doing a lot of Midwest stuff. But uh, in general, I do uh, mainly college campuses, everywhere from California to New York and Boston, and even uh, I went on a tour of the UK a little while ago too, and that was pretty cool. So. Uh, so yeah, pretty much everywhere I can go, anywhere that'll uh, allow me is where I go. How'd you get involved with the the tour of the on the UK? Uh, that was actually because of a a friend of mine. I was playing in a couple different bands simultaneously. Uh, a friend of mine who was a drummer in one of the bands I was playing in in Boston was the frontman for a punk band, and he had me playing bass with their band. So I went over there with them to do that, and uh, that's how that happened. That's, wow. So do you, <laughs> do you have any crazy stories while you were over there in the UK? Uh, I don't know. Nothing too crazy. There's some, I guess, a, a few worth telling. Uh, I don't know if anybody will care. When we first got, when we first got there, um, we were supposed to have 
a uh, there was a tour manager waiting there for us, and he was supposed to have like this RV that we were going to use to obviously sleep in and drive around to all the gigs. Mm-hmm. When we got there, it turned out it was this old like 1950s broken down piece of junk that didn't even move. And he was just going to make us use that as our hotel room. And after that, there wasn't even any heat in it. You couldn't turn it on. So after the first night, we decided to start buying hotel rooms after that. But. <laughs> well, how'd you get around then? Did you rent a car? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually rented a uh, small car. They called it a minivan, but it looked more like a Ford Escort, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they have over in, in the U.K. I know that one of the people in the chat room probably could, uh, could attest to that. They got these small cars mostly over yeah. there. Uh, they usually you, they get around with with mostly bus buses or bicycles, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, maybe in London, a lot of people do. The one cool thing I noticed about London, uh, if you're hanging out there, especially at night, nobody uh, there are basically no cars in the streets. It's all they're all filled with people, which is different. My favorite city is New York, but uh, that's the only disadvantage to New York. You're constantly trying to not get hit by cars, whereas in London, there basically are no cars there, so it's much nicer in that one sense. <laughs> now your 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 stuff is all over the internet. You got a big release. This the only enemies EP was was available on five five for a dollar ninety nine, which I, I yep. played the the show the song on my uh, Detroit Insomnia radio as well yeah, yeah. on that same day, which was really cool. And, and I got to kind of intro that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yes, how, you were the you were the breakthrough on that. How was the how were the sales on that going? You know what's uh, funny? They don't actually tell you. Because I'm not on a major label, I have to, I have to go through a third party to put my music on iTunes. And they give you reports maybe once every couple of months. And because it was just released a few weeks ago, I haven't gotten a report on it yet. But uh, I actually expect it to be somewhat high because it, uh, I don't know if you pay attention to the name of the one song on the EP. It's called J.D. and Elliot. Yeah. It's, uh, it's actually written about two characters from the show Scrubs, and I, uh, I had written the song to go on the show, which it ended up not getting there because I was too late submitting it to the, uh, to the uh, producer and creator of the show. They were already done with production when I submitted it, but uh, I'm actually hoping it'll get on this next season. But uh, back to my point, without straying too far away, is that... Um, we'll come back to that. Like, yeah, yeah. I expect there to be kind of a large amount of sales from Scrubs fans because I've, I've been, I've been uh, you know, posting it on the Scrubs forums and a lot of people have been uh, buying it because of that. So hopefully, it's, hopefully the sales are uh, not too bad. <laughs> now, what, what, what inspired you to do a song about J.D. and Elliot from Scrubs? Well, it's, it's my favorite TV show. And uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I, I just love the show. To me, it's just about the funniest show that's ever been on TV. And uh, just one day when I was sitting down to write a song, I decided, hey, why not write a song about two characters from the show that, uh, that I love? And that's how it came about. All right. How about we play that song for everybody on, the, on Bounce Radio? What do you think? That would be great. All right. Here is J.D. and Ellett by Michael. He's live on the air with us right now. If you uh, want to join us in the chat room, you can put some questions in the chat room for Michael, or maybe we can even take some calls if you want to try for that. If you're interested in calling in, just drop me an instant message or direct message in the chat room, and we'll maybe get some calls if uh, Michael's interested in that. Here is J.D. Nellett by Michael. I tell a joke, you roll your eyes. I turn the other way inside. You spill a drink into my lap. I get so mad, you start to. Maybe it's better. Such a long time 
been such a long time since you spoke. I wish you would stand up now and tell me I should stay. The minute you want me to win back around again. Every time we go around and around and around the carousel. When I. J.D. and Elliot by Michael. And that is, of course, the song written about the characters from Scrubs because it's Michael's favorite song, favorite show, TV show. Yeah, favorite show. (laughs) Favorite show. And hopefully it's your favorite song, but uh, my show. See, I I think I like either either Jane better or uh, the 13 Days better. Yeah. That, uh, but I like Jane Jane better, which we'll play that in a little bit. I like Jane Jane. I think that's the one that first like got me to say this is this is good stuff. And yeah, the four yeah. a.m. wake up call is another good one. We'll have to talk about that one in, in, a, in a little bit. All right, but, cool. Uh, we, were, we were just talking about how how we met, kind of like I'm, yeah. uh, Both of us are on Twitter, which is another internet right. sensation that's happening right now. Yeah. And I guess that's how we kind of met. Mm-hmm. I, I put a re- request out to everybody saying if you're a, an artist looking to get promoted on Bounce or on my podcast, drop me a note. And I think you did. You dropped me a note, and the rest. Yeah, is yeah. Just... And then uh, next thing you know, we're on Larry King promoting Twitter, and that was it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> trying to trying to get the million followers. 
Yeah, yeah. I believe you won that contest, though, so congrats I, yeah, on that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you find out about Twitter? How did I find out about it? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I'm actually a, a web developer by trade, so I kind of know about all this stupid crap, and usually, usually I, I, I don't uh, get into a lot of it right away because I just assume that it's going to be some crap that is exactly like everything else that's already out there. But after a while, I decided, hey, why not try it out and see if it will help with the music thing at all? And now it, I, I guess I do promote music over it, but mostly I just like to interact with people over it. So you find, so I you got find, on it. You're finding or, your fans that way too? Some, yeah. Um, mostly I get a lot of, uh, of those marketing people adding themselves, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I swear to God, like yeah. 80%, 80% I think I have maybe 600 followers and like 80% of them are these marketing people that are just spamming and trying to add as many people as possible. Yeah, I know. I'm getting, getting one of those race recently on my uh, Insomnia Radio Detroit Twitter <clears throat> address. I'm like, got to weed through them now. <laughs> yeah. But you're on Twitter as M-I-K-A-L-G. Yeah. Yeah, G is the uh, initial for the last name. Yeah. Uh, the reason I had to do that is, of course, someone else had already snatched up M-I-K-A-L before I got to it. But uh, I guess that's my fault for not adapting early like many people. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to get a little, get a little <clears throat> geeky with you since you're, you're a web developer. Right. Did you see the Google Wave that's coming out that they're talking about recently? Yeah, I watched about the first 12 minutes of their promo video. <laughs> that's as far as and, I got. <laughs> yeah, I was just insanely bored by it at that point, so I quit watching. It looks interesting. It looks interesting. It's basically a, a multi... A, uh, I don't know how else you could say it. It's, it's like an email thing, but... It's kind of like Twitter slash email mixed together almost. Yeah, to me it looks like looks like they're trying to turn what they now call Gmail into more of a Twitter social networking type application. Yeah. They claimed at the beginning of somewhere in the first 12 minutes that I stayed awake through, they said, uh, they said that they tried to reimagine what email would be like if they just invented it now. And I don't know, I... I was a little bit underwhelmed from what they showed me, <laughs> what they thought email would be like if they came up with it now. So that's probably another part of why I just stopped watching. But <laughs> for all I know, it could be the most incredible thing ever. I just wasn't able to stick it out. Just like probably what you thought about with Twitter when you first heard about it, right? Ex exactly. Now now I'm addicted to it. I go to support groups, and I'm here talking to you. And, and Xbox just announced that they're going to have it on their Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's insane. So now, now we're going to have to deal with auto tweets every time somebody kills someone in, uh, you know, one of their first-person shooter games on Xbox. Oh, so. wonderful! <laughs> Bad enough we're getting the spy games that were start that just started up. I know. I just started getting those today, and I thought, oh, great! First Facebook, now that then it was on MySpace. Now it's on Twitter. I can't get away from these games. <laughs> well, and, and not to we're, we're kind of drifting a little off off of talking about you, but I was just uh, before I got ready for the show. A little article on MSN today was talking about these quizzes that they have on Facebook, since you mentioned about Facebook, yeah. and how they're not really just about the quizzes. They're about getting more information from you, getting about your, your demographics, getting your email address, getting your, even your money in some cases. And if you look at yeah. the, the fine print, it says if, if you sign up for this, we're going to watch your credit card and we'll charge you $7 a month. <laughs> yeah. You've got to be careful when you fill out those forms for those things, and when you, especially when you, when you sign up for those applications. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I personally haven't, uh, maybe it's because I ignore a lot of them, but I haven't come across any that ask me for money or a credit card or anything. Because right. if I did, I'd immediately think it was a scam and they were from Nigeria or something. So <laughs> I wouldn't follow through with it. So uh, you, how long have you been doing the web developer thing then? 
I've actually been doing that for like 10 years now. And uh, I, I, well, to tell you the truth, I'm no longer doing it. I quit uh, doing that professionally in September. Really? And I'm just uh, making all my money off of music now. So, so, you're, so your music is paying <laughs> you that well, eh? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. well, it's, it's not paying me as well as I need it to, but it's, it's keeping me away from having to get another job right now, oh, which I want, is exactly where I want to keep it. Good to hear. So <clears throat> the current album that you did, the, the EP, that, that was done all on your own money then? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I saw before I came on, I saw somebody, I think your friend Vince. Yeah, or Vince, Vinny, Vince. Yeah, Vince was asking uh, about where the recordings were done. The, in particular, the acoustic stuff was all recorded by uh, a friend of mine in, <clears throat> in Massachusetts. His name is Juan Carlos Betancourt. And uh, he's, he's awesome. He actually used to work in a studio with these other guys that, uh, that I did Jane Jane with. And uh, these other guys, they only work with national acts usually. So, so Juan, is, he's, he's trained by these. These guys actually did the last uh, Collective Soul album. This is how you know, high level they are. So, but Juan is, Juan is really good. He has a home studio. And it's extremely cheap for the quality you get. He, he, he does perfect, perfect recordings that you could take into any, any major studio, and they'd think it was recorded there. Um, it was only like, he only charges like 30 bucks an hour, which is ridiculously low for a, for a, for a high-level recording. Um, and uh, just to, not to keep drifting off onto that subject, but the uh, studio that he worked in when I met him, it's called uh, Bopnik Musique, uh, B-O-P-N-I-Q-U-E, and then uh, the second word is M-U-S-I-Q-U-E. Uh, the two guys who run it are a producer named Anthony J. Resta and a, uh, an engineer named Cariotti. Um, if anybody wants to look up their names, you'll see all the major label artists they work with, like Collective Soul, Elton John, all these guys. But they're, B-O-P? Well, yeah, or, or you could just look up the name Anthony J. Resta, R-E-S-T-A, and you'll find, uh, you'll find the studio and everything by looking for his name. But uh, <clears throat> not to discourage anybody from connecting with them, but they're, they're those kind of guys that kind of, they don't really advertise. They, they, they're very choosy about who they work with. It has to be something they like. Um, not that not that anybody listening wouldn't qualify for right, that. Right. Just, to, just to let you know ahead of time if they... You know, if they don't get back to you right away, that's you know, that's just them. Uh, have you been, have you talked to any major labels at all, or any other label artists labels? Because you do this all on your own. Are you shopping this out to big labels? Uh, well, I'd like to. That's my plan. I, I'd like to as soon as the uh, the EP, the acoustic EP, is only out on iTunes right now. Right. Uh, as soon as the uh, artwork is done, I'm going to release it on CD. And at that point, I think I'm going to look deeper into seeing how I can connect with some, you know, some labels and see what interests I get. Um, the only, the only one I know of that it's been passed on to so far without being released is, uh, rounder records. I, I don't know much about them. They're mostly into like singer songwriter stuff. I, I, that's probably why it was handed to, to them. But, uh, I don't know. Last I heard they, the, the rep liked it and passed it on to the, uh, the next, higher level of people i don't know what that means but that's really the only major label i've connected with so far hopefully, hopefully it works out for you that'd be that'd be pretty cool if you can get on a label another another detroit yeah. artist getting on a label would be cool getting yeah. better known instead, yeah instead of just eminem and kid rock I mean, if people, right if people think of detroit rock they think of eminem and kid rock yeah exactly yeah. Which, which of course i know you've you've probably partied with each of those right 
<laughs> no, you know, it's funny. Kid Rock actually came to one of my shows really? <laughs> a couple of years ago. But to be fair, it was because his friend's band was also playing the same night. It wasn't strictly to see me. But it was kind of funny being on stage and seeing Kid Rock and Uncle Cracker both in the audience. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. This is supposed to be the other way around. I don't get it. Well, you might want to get a, get a, involved with um, Brian Schramm with the Schramm Band. Oh yeah, he's a, used to be the guitarist for Uncle Cracker, so he has those kind of connections oh. a little bit, you know. Okay, he, he's been he's been touring all over the world and as well. He's, cool. he's still on a, on an independent. I don't think he, I think he has his own <clears throat> recording studio, if, if I remember right. Uh-huh. Uh, but I don't know if you've heard his stuff. He's got some. It's more rock and stuff, so it's might be really uh, it's, to get, get with him. From what I from what I remember, I think I heard his stuff on MySpace once, and I thought it was more blues rock, but I could be yeah. wrong. I don't. No, no, it's more, more, more rock. Okay, so yeah, check it out. I will do that. You are, you are also being consideration for the Warp Tour, right? For three cities. How, how's that? How's that going? Well, that's another one of those situations where they don't really tell you how you're doing, <laughs> and it's kind of a, I think it's kind of a ridiculous concept on how to get on the tour. It's, it's a contest really, and they put you and however many artists they put in this contest. Uh, on the site, they give you a page and tell you, okay, now for the next X number of months, you have to get people to vote every 24 hours. Now, who wants to vote for someone every 24 hours for months at a time? Right. But, you know, I, I'm not really pushing it on people, but I'm just sending out notices once a day. Hey, here's the reminder. If you want to vote, go ahead and do that. So, and you can find the link off of your website, which is where? Is uh, michael.us, that's M-I-K-A-L.us, and you will find the link to that uh, Warped Tour contest. Very easy, just vote once a day or once if you're not into going there every day. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> and you're, you're in, in the line to get to on Detroit, L.A., and San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, which that one ends in about four days, so I'll find out pretty quickly whether I'm on that one. Ah, cool. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great if you get on there because I mean I I thought I, I talked to um, a band and they said that you had to pay to get on the Warp Tour. Maybe they're for, um, for bigger names I, or whatever. Yeah, I think the bigger name. Well, the newer, let's say a newer national act, they can they or their label can pay whatever twenty grand or however much that's however much yeah they want to get on the tour to promote themselves. Um, and I'm sure anybody could do that if they had the money to put up for that. But for us people who don't have the money, this is probably the best way to try. Yeah, I'm going to name drop. I was talking to Brandon from Rise Against, and that's, that's how <laughs> okay. I found that out. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they had to do that, huh? Yeah, that's what he said they had to do because it was probably the label that did it because they've been on the Warp Tour a few yeah. times. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure if they've done it a few times, they've made well more uh, enough, uh, well enough money to justify Oh, painting. sure, sure. Exactly. That's why they got like one of the top albums right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind putting out twenty grand uh, in order to get one of the top albums on the charts. Certainly. Certainly. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and you got a couple of things we want to talk about. One of the things is you're in the Toledo band battle between. Yeah. Right now, starting is it start? Today's the first day of it. Today another is day one. On for you, yeah. Today is another thing you can vote on for you for the Toledo band battle. Yeah. Yeah. That's to get uh, all over the place, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I think it's – I kind of hate trying to get people to vote for me on more than one thing at the same time. But if they put it out there, you know, I'll say, hey, guys, why, why not try? Go ahead and vote for me if you're not busy. So they have – the good thing about this one is that it's strictly like a, a one-time vote. You don't have to vote every day for six months. 
It's uh, it's the contest is 25 days long, uh, June 1st today through the 25th. They allow people to go on and give you a rating and even post a review of the band if you want. Um, and after that, they, they have a panel of judges or whatever that decide probably some combination of the reviews with their own personal thoughts about the acts, who they should put it as, uh, as the finalists. And then they have them do like a 4th of July weekend huge show. And one of those bands wins and does some other bigger show. Oh, that'll be cool then if you can get on that. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually get the link to that on my website too, michael.us, m-i-k-a-l.us. You can definitely now now that I now that I know that you're a web developer, you can definitely tell by looking at your website. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that explains it all. Why well, you got all your links all nice and neat up at the top, and <laughs> yeah, the fu- funny thing is that well, I guess it's because I. I've been looking at it too long. I, I think my website looks like crap, but <laughs> but uh, normally nor, normally people you know give me halfway decent compliments, so that's good, I guess. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a very clean website. I think it's concise, you. and you find everything you need really up the top, which is what what they tell developers to do. Right, right. Uh, make it so you don't yeah. have to scroll down, is, is what I've always heard. Yeah, and I actually I, one one thing I I try to go for with my site is to try it two things: one, to keep the site to one page if possible, and then just link off to other sites yeah. for different things. Like for music, I just link to the MySpace page. Uh, for, a, for a blog, I link to a new Tumblr blog that I just started. And I, th- I think it's very wise for anybody trying to present themselves to the public, uh, musician, actor, or otherwise, to, to utilize social media in that, in that way. Don't just keep everything confined to your website. Combine, say, MySpace or whatever site you have your music on, Use that as your music page and link to it from the main site. Why not? Yeah, and not just don't just stick to MySpace. I mean, because <clears throat> right. there's, there's other sites besides MySpace. But oh, yeah. even now, MySpace seems to be declining in the popularity. And there's other places where it, people are getting their music and finding the bands. Exactly. If I if I was not a musician, I probably would never even go to MySpace. I I don't even know if I keep up my page there. But that's the one reason I'm still there is because of the the music thing. Same here. <laughs> are, are you finding you finding a lot of new fans through MySpace? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do find a lot of uh, new fans through there. Uh, but I don't know how much MySpace fans translate to real life fans that actually come to your shows. I, I, I certainly have a ton of people that. You know, they go through MySpace, they add me as a friend, they send me a note saying, hey, I love the song, blah, blah, blah. And But a lot of those people, that's as far as it goes. They just listen to the songs online and, and whatever. So I, I don't really know how well they translate to real-life fans. Gotcha. All right, well, I, we got, uh, I, don't know how, I don't know how long you can stick around, but uh, we, I was going to talk about the, the show you got coming up pretty soon right here in my, my our hometown. In Metro Detroit, <laughs> yeah, happens to be also having a, a friend of mine who I've known for many years, Vince Smith. He's also playing the same night as you guys. So we got Vinny Vegas is in the chat room. He's playing that night. And, That's uh, great. The the another podcast, another Detroit area podcast, Olin Ezra show is putting it together as well. Which I didn't know that until you mentioned it at the very beginning. Yeah, after the, yeah. the flyer, I noticed that. Um, they yeah. they actually interviewed you a couple months ago as well. <laughs> And yeah, I was on. I was. Uh, I was on their show. Great show. Uh, you know, just in case. In person. The, what's that? Uh, hopefully, they'll be there because it'd be good to meet them in person. Because uh, yeah, it's Ol- an interesting show. Yeah, I think o- Olin said he's going to be there, um, and maybe Pat. If you've heard the Mister T on the show, Pat does Mister yeah. the Mister T voice, so yeah. he might be there. So at least one of them will be there. Olin will. Cool. 
<clears throat> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you on uh, the 28th, June 28th in Redford, Michigan at the Bullfrog. Yeah, hopefully it's going to be a going to be a cool show. Yeah. I, I was apprehensive because it's on a Sunday night, but it, it, I'm finding out that tons of people are actually going to be there, so uh, I think it's going to be very cool. Yeah, I will be there. Vince will bring, I'm bringing, I was originally coming in for Vince, but now I'm coming in for both you and Vince now. All so right. That's, that's cool. That <laughs> uh, I, get, I get to, I don't have to leave after Vince is done. If well, cool. Is, so I, I can stick around. <laughs> not, that All right. not that I would leave anyways, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if I, if I were to have to leave, you know, Vince is done, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, I guess Vince is, Vince is opening is what he just said. So Vince is oh. going to be the first one. He he's already knows that. I don't know how he knows that, but you don't. But I, I guess either I'm not in the loop or they just don't want me to know when I go on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be what it is. They don't want you to know, oh, you're going on after Vince Smith. Right, right. <laughs> But Vince, yep. Vince is going to blow everybody away, so you guys got to show up yeah. early because Vince is going to rock everybody out, and then everybody will be, be, you know, we don't want to hear these guys. We want to hear Vince more. No, right, right. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Vince can post his uh, his web address in the chat room here so I can check him out. Yes. Vince, put your web address in the chat room. I think it is myspace.com <laughs> slash Vince Smith Project. Okay. That's where he's at. So let's play the, the song Jane Jane. If you want to stick around All for right. a little bit or if you got to take off, we can maybe talk a little more if you want. I can stick around if you'd like. Okay. All right, let's do uh, Michael's song, Jane Jane. I think you guys will like this one. This is a really good, more pop, upbeat song as well, so check it out.
you heard a song by Michael Jane Jane off his new album. And I'm gonna keep keep messing the the title. Yeah. That's why I keep looking at it. Only this, only enemies. This, go ahead, you tell it. What's the name of the well, EP? This one actually is not on the EP because the EP is all acoustic songs. But the uh, just since you asked about that, the name of that EP is Only Enemies Tell the Truth, Friends and Lovers Lie Endlessly. But uh, Jane Jane will be the first song off of the rock album I'm doing. The name of that is going to be Soundtrack from a Happy Ending. Gotcha. So that's right. I got that exclusively from you. That's right. You did send yes. me that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So what is that song about, Jane Jane? I, and I, as I said, as a, <laughs> when the song first started when I was talking to you, that definitely has got to be on the radio. It's it's got to be played all over the place. I think I'm going to send it to all the DJs around here and get them playing that on the on bounce as well because it's got got a couple of good comments in the chat room about that song and uh, I think it should be played a lot more. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, since you asked what it's about, it's really just about that girl who just wants to be your friend and and how you uh, react to it. Well, we've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's uh, I, I try to make things easily relatable, and I I, I hope that one came across. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And uh, we're, we're talking about the Detroit scene also during during the, the music there, and, and yeah, you mentioned that you try to stay out of the Detroit scene. Well, not I, I don't want to you know say it like that, and basically I I I don't really involve myself in what everyone considers the Detroit music scene because I don't play the right kind of music for that scene. I think Detroit has, as far as what everyone considers the music scene, they have kind of a common sound that's more like a, uh, like a garage rock kind of a thing, like somewhere, you know, anywhere in between the, the white stripes and uh, the hard lessons. If you're familiar with them, mm-hmm. they, they'll have kind of that garage rock thing going on, which I consider the Detroit sound. Since I don't sound anything like that, I guess that's that's why I say I stay out of it. I mean, if it was more, you know, toward my style of music, I, I guess I would be involved in it. But. And, and it's funny that you kind of mentioned that because when I when I first heard your music, I don't think I mentioned, I noticed that you were from Detroit. I just clicked yeah. on it and I listened. I'm going, he's from Detroit. <laughs> wow, I got to talk to this guy. <laughs> that's kind of what my first reaction was, if I remember right. When I first heard your music, I'm going, wait a minute, he's from, no, he can't be from Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Kind of I know same. exactly. I know exactly what you're saying with that. That's uh, I've had that same thought a few times with other bands, like just specifically in Detroit. Uh, I mean, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Maybe an older band like Solid Frog. I don't know if you know who they were, no. but I, I kind of thought they stuck out a lot. Um, the the hey, are you familiar familiar with them? Did you say? No, I'm not. Maybe Vince is. Okay. Vince has been around in the Detroit scene as well for a while. In fact, Vince and I started the Musicians Guild back in the late '90s, early 2000s. <clears throat> Okay. It was a lot of work with some local bands in the in the Detroit area. Okay. That, well, I that think band doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, Vinny, think, Vince says, says he does remember him. So yeah, I think Solid Frog was more of like an early to mid '90s band. Um, okay. They were very like pop alternative kind of sounding, and uh, the the front man from the band is still around in four thousand different bands. He plays for uh, Sponge. Um, he plays for. Uh, he's actually the front man of a band called. Uh, yeah, you know what? I can't. Vinny, I apologize. Vinny, Vinny uh, Dabrowski. No, no. This this the, this guy plays guitar for Sponge. Oh, uh, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, Tim. Well, uh, no, not Tim. His brother. Oh, his brother. Okay. <laughs> We're all talking about like we know what he's talking about. It's probably it's a conversation for me, Michael, and Vince, and we we, we could just talk for hours on it, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, but anyway, that was one band that uh, I thought stuck out and didn't sound anything like what we consider the Detroit sound, and and I liked them because of that. 
So is that why you don't you choose not to play that many Detroit clubs? Well, no, I think I haven't really played many Detroit area clubs recently just because I haven't been actively booking club shows. Oh, okay. I, I spend most of my time uh, booking like college shows, which I, I do have to start booking more club shows, but I kind of figured I'd wait until my uh, album was out to really start pushing that end of it. And you won't have the EPs on hand in, in, at the uh, Bullfrog then, will you? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think I, I'll have enough time to have it manufactured because I'm still working with the artist on getting the artwork done for it. Okay. And it usually takes CD manufacturing plants like a month to get you your CDs after you order. And then maybe where <laughs> else you got? What else you got planned after the Bullfrog gig at the end of the month? Uh, right now, just uh, upcoming college shows starting in like the uh, in the fall. What is, what is the four AM wake up call about? Is that what I think it is about? Uh, Basically, I took the idea of like the uh, the late night uh, drunk dial, and I just kind of turned it into a love song. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people appreciate that song. Is this a true story? Uh, it's true with many people, but not me. Not you. <laughs> so it's it's not from personal experience; it's from observation. Ah, okay, okay. So you you've you've never made any four a.m. wake up calls, or been a recipient of any four a.m. wake up calls. I've been the recipient, but not uh, not made them myself. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's not so bad to be the recipient. <laughs> not at all. All right. Well, uh, I think we're going to head on out of here for you. I'm going to get Sounds rid of great. you. I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, you no, it's you sound, like every, sound like every woman I've ever known. Anyway. <laughs> it's been great, great talking to you, Michael. Looking forward to seeing you live at the end of the month at the Bullfrog on June 28th. All right. And uh, definitely check out his his EP. It's out now available for, is it still available for $1.99? Yes, it is on iTunes, $1.99. You can get the link directly to it from my site, michael.us, M-I-K-A-L.us. Yeah, two bucks is a hell of a deal for those those songs. I, I didn't play all the EP. I played almost all the EP. There's still some songs I didn't play. Yep. So it's, every, every, every song in there is good, trust me. If you like <laughs> this, what you heard on the show tonight, you'll like the rest of the album, trust me. It's good stuff. Right. And if he comes, if he comes to your college, go check him out. Do you know any, any other colleges that you might know that you're going to be playing at soon? Now, you know what? I, I, they're actually in the middle of uh, booking all their fall dates right now, so I don't have any confirmed so, in the area. Keep checking your website then. Exactly. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. And you know what? I think I am going to have to play the last song because I like to go out with this song. <laughs> Sounds great. I'm going to have to play midseason replacement. Is this is this because you you didn't like the midseason replacement for Scrubs? <laughs> that's exactly what it was no no not at all <laughs> but it sounds like it's about a tv show it's really not okay so what okay. is it about uh well i think it's it's if you listen to the chorus the lyrics are kind of self-explanatory it's it's taking a relationship stance and making it sound like it's a tv show really okay that's what it's about all right then how about to, if you could introduce it tell them what station they're listening to bounceradio.net if you want to put, throw in cover my industry in there as well That'd be cool, and then intro the song for me. This is Michael on Cover My Industry with Les Zaldor on BounceRadio.net, and you are about to listen to my song, Mid-Season Replacement. Yeah. Okay. Can't remember Where did you go last 
You've been listening to IR Detroit, part of the Insomnia Radio regional family of shows. For detailed show notes and band links, head over to detroit.insomniaradio.net or to subscribe and get it delivered, feeds.feedburner.com slash IR Detroit or just look for us in iTunes. Thanks for listening. Thank you.